Hey mama, motherhood is hard, isn't it? That's why I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation. Welcome to the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. I'm Erin Trier, and here we're going to be talking about every aspect of wellness from the inside out. The goal is to keep mindset, mental health, and protecting our peace at the center of everything we do in our day-to-day lives. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's episode of the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. I'm Erin Trier, and I'm so excited to talk a little bit today about kind of my heart as a mom, specifically a mom of a neurodiverse kiddo as we start another school year. So I say neurodiverse because I'm really trying to learn how to rephrase the term special needs. I'm not going to dive into that subject too much right now, but special needs is a term and a phrase that I really do not like. I know there's a lot of information about special needs and the terminology and how to kind of address people that have a disability. And I really want to continue to get educated about what that means and what that looks like. For me right now, as I continue to kind of step into this specific role that I carry as a mom, you know, I've defaulted to using the term special needs because I feel like that's the easiest and fastest way to really connect with other families, other moms, other people that might be managing a specific extra need or disability in their household. And so today I want to kind of share my open heart around how I'm feeling as a mom of a kid with special needs and as a mom of four, as we kick off another school year, as we kind of say goodbye to summer, welcome fall, welcome routine schedules, all the things, and really kind of share how I'm feeling very candidly and kind of my hope and prayer for this year ahead. My biggest hope is that this message and what I have to share today really speaks to you in some way, whether you're a mom of a kid that has added needs, special needs, is neurodiverse, has some sort of disability, whether you're a new mom, you know, trying to get into your new normal, right? So to speak, or really just growing into a new way of living, whether you're a mom that has a kindergartner starting first, or you have, you know, a high schooler starting first, maybe you're going into college for the first time, as far as your kids go, you know, that's kind of the interesting thing about motherhood is there's transitions all the time, never ending. It never ends, never stops. And so with every transition and every season, I find myself as I go through motherhood, just with all these different emotions and feelings. I will say this year, particularly, I can't really pinpoint what it is. There's something about this year and my kids' ages and that we feel very post-pandemic finally that I have a lot of added feelings. I have a lot of added things that I'm managing in my head. You know, I'm really thinking hard right now about how much older my older kids are. So I'm a mom of four. My kids are almost 11, eight and a half, four, almost five, and two, almost three. And so we had our first two, had a four-year gap almost, and then had our second two. And so my older kids feel very old to me this year. As we kick off this school year, they feel bigger. And for me as a mom, it feels like there are going to essentially be bigger problems, deeper problems more real quote unquote problems, if you will. 
And I think that just comes with age, right? Our kids getting older, our kids turning into more of who they're meant to be, our kids having bigger personalities. Um, and with that comes obviously managing things around them that they haven't had to do before. You know, I remember when we first moved to where we live now, Park City, Utah, my oldest was going into kindergarten and my little guy was starting preschool for the first time, three-year-old preschool. With that, there was this anticipation of a new school and being in a new environment, but it didn't feel quite as overwhelming then as it does now. And I think it really just comes down to bigger kid problems, bigger kid things, bigger kid discussions. You know, as I've shared, I'm a mom of a kid that has neurodiversity or is neurodiverse. What does that mean? Essentially, his brain is different. And I think my biggest issue with the terminology special needs is I just don't really understand what classifies special needs, if I'm really honest. You know, I'm a mental health advocate. I have my own specific needs in my personal life and my personal wellness journey that I've had to manage as a woman and, and as a mom. Um, you know, my background is in social work and psychology. And so I've talked to people on all kinds of different levels, professionally, personally, with families. And in my world, in my view, the way I see things, we all have needs. We all have different things that make us feel our best or help us feel supported or help us feel like we can learn new things. Um, we all have needs and it all looks different. And I think the reason I feel so overwhelmed this year with quote unquote bigger, more real problems with my kids is it just feels like there's more out of my control because my kids really are getting older. And especially with my, my son who has specific hurdles related to socializing and related to connecting with other people, that feels very scary to me because it feels like there's even more out of my control. It feels like there's gonna be bigger lessons and maybe even harder lessons that he's gonna to have to learn this year through interacting with his peers, through learning new things, right? through getting older, through growing up. And man, is that hard for a mama heart. It's wild to me how with each transition in season, the like adversity maybe changes, the challenges change, obviously, the dynamic can change, personalities change, but it still feels just as hard somehow. Like there's still this level of heart. I'm just trying to kind of manage that in my head and figure out, okay, what do I need to do for my kids and our family? And how can I empower other moms who maybe are feeling the same? Maybe you're feeling like me. You're feeling a little bit more overwhelmed this year for whatever reason. You're feeling a little more anxious this year for whatever reason, whether that's again, the age of your kids, maybe it's post pandemic, maybe it's personal stuff that you're dealing with and trying to also help them deal with something they're managing, right? As kids get, get older, there's more out of your control. And that's maybe the hardest lesson of all that I've learned. And so as a mom coming to you today, kind of sharing my heart, talking about where I'm at, I kind of wanted to share specifically what I plan to do in our family and with our household when it comes to just really focusing on this idea of loving people how they are and for who they are. You know, we really talk about this often at our house, that we're all learning. Truly, we all are, mommy and daddy included, every single day. 
We are literally all learning together. We are growing together. We are trying new things together. We all have needs and they're all different. Neurodiversity or not, we all have needs. We all have things that we individually need because we are uniquely made. And it's our job as a family to work through how do we meet those needs and pay attention to how we can be like a positive force in meeting those needs rather than making it feel harder for certain people or for really all of us. And so this is my encouragement today. This is kind of my message. I really want you to take some time to reflect on what do you really want for you and your family and your kids this year? Like what would an ideal, like really positive, fulfilling experience feel like and look like? And then take it a step further to really think about what are the things you can truly control? For us in our house, we're always talking specifically about behavior, right? Like any kind of behavior that we do have, we are then talking about repair work, which is like really talking about how we feel, why we feel the way we do. And then if there is some sort of behavior attached to those feelings, what are the things we're doing to do the repair work with the other people in our family and in our household? Is that a sorry? Is that helping clean up a mess? Is that, um, you know, giving hugs, saying, I love you, saying, I'm sorry again, right? Like just being honest, authentic, controlling what you can, naming feelings, going through behaviors, talking through them, and then doing the repair work are a huge process we implement in our house. And I want to encourage you to really kind of think through that and talk through that at your house this year especially as you kind of transition into a new school year and there are things out of your control and there all are things that feel overwhelming. It's so important to remember that there are things you can control and the things you can control are what is happening inside the four walls of your home. And the more we all continue to focus on really cultivating this experience of talking through feelings, validating why they're there, unpacking them, doing the work to repair, meeting people where they're at. Like it's going to be a positive force and a positive impact that hopefully will ripple through, you know, other areas of our communities, other areas of our schools, even just a neighbor. You know, I wish that this concept of like really talking about needs and the importance of expressing feelings and addressing mental health was easier. Like I, I know that there's hurdles. I know that it's not easy. I know that it's very easy to feel misunderstood. And I know that it's extremely easy as well to feel isolated on your own, on an island. I will confidently say that Dave and I and our family have moments when we feel that way. It feels like we are the only ones dealing with this emotional roller coaster, this intense behavior, this trying to figure out unpacking feelings, doing the repair work and growing through what we can control. If you ever feel that way, I want you to know you're not the only one. I say on this podcast all the time, the reason I share my heart and the reason I'm so passionate about talking about mindset, mental health, protecting our peace, cultivating positive habits, all of those things 
is because I want people to know, and I want moms to know and families to know that you are not alone in this whole process of trying to figure out how do we continue to address this? How do we continue to work through it and grow through it? So I'm hoping that some level of this transparency has resonated with you as we start the school year. You know, if I was going to close with something, I would say my biggest fear as a mom of four, as my kids get older, as I have neurodiversity as something that we have to kind of additionally learn about in our family, my biggest fear is like connection, wanting to make sure my kids connect with others, guiding them and helping them to be good people. Encouraging them to understand the importance of kindness and inclusion and meeting people where they're at and loving them for who they are. Like that is what keeps me awake at night. Those are the things that dig into my anxiety as a mom. How can I make sure that my kids are figuring out this extremely important life skill? Because connecting and being kind It's literally the way it's so important. And I think that's why I feel so anxious this year as we start school, because there's more out of my control as a mom related to connection, related to social skill building, related to kindness, related to inclusion. I went through it. I know you probably did too. We all go through it in our lives. The transition of getting older as a kid, the transition of trying to find out who you are, the transition of trying to really make sense of what you love and who you connect with because they love similar things. That is a journey and a process. And there's a lot of mental and emotional adversity that comes with that process. And that's what has me feeling a little different this year because I can see it in my kids already, my older kids. I can see that they are already going down this road of having to manage these transitions and having to figure out these dynamics. And it has my mama heart feeling heavy. It has my mama heart trying to really focus on what we can control. So in addition to some of the other things that we really work on as far as like behaviors, feelings, unpacking, repair work, you know, we also talk a lot about just affirmations and focusing goals in our family. You know, I've, before I even sat down to, to record this podcast today, I thought about like, what would be a couple like benchmark things or what would be some basic sentences that I would want to start our day with every day? What are the things I want to remind my kids of? And they literally come down to things like be kind because I deserve kindness and other people deserve kindness too. Be inclusive because everyone needs a friend. Everyone needs support. And just be honest. Be honest about who you are and what you like. And know that as you stick to those things, you'll be able to find who you are and you'll be able to find the people that support who you are. You know, as a mom, you know, I'm, I'm reaching 40, I'm a mom of four. If I think about those three statements, like, they ring so true in my own life as well. They are massive for me too, as a mom. And, you know, being kind, being inclusive, 
being honest. Those are the things that I really want to continue to showcase in my own day-to-day life and in the relationships that I build as well. I think, you know, as we all kind of manage back to school, back to routine, back to trying to figure out how do we best support our kids? How do we encourage them as they grow? How do we meet them where they're at? How do we adjust what we're doing to their needs? Just remember that you're doing an amazing job. And the job that you were created to do, the mother you were created to be, the way you were uniquely made is more than enough for your family, for your kids, and for this school year. I pray that that encourages you. And I will confidently say right now, I need those words of encouragement just as much as you do. Because motherhood is hard. I say it every opening in my podcast. Motherhood is hard. And the transitions and the seasons don't end. But I think the more we can lean in, the more we can be honest, the more we can share our stories and our struggles and our true, like authentic heart, the more we can connect, the more we can figure out the gaps in support, and the more we can find ways to continue to encourage ourselves and our families and our kids to just grow into amazing humans. Our world needs it. Our world needs so much kindness and so much empathy and so much authenticity. Our world needs women and moms leading from the front on how do we instill kindness and openness and inclusion. I am determined to continue to get educated as a special needs mom on how can I be a change agent? How can I get educated and learn more? How can I make an impact? How can I keep talking about mental health? How can I keep encouraging people to really protect their peace? And what does that mean? Because without the inside emotional component, without the inside mental health component, we just cannot live the lives we were meant and created to do. I am so passionate about it. And I am incredibly grateful that you're here to listen and to be a part of the conversation and to share more of your heart related to just meeting people's needs because we all have unique needs, every single one of us. And I just want you to know that above all things, you are never ever alone in the up and down of motherhood and so much more. As always, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this offered you some value. If you could do me a favor and share it with your network, share it with a mom friend, share it with someone that you feel like might feel encouraged in some way by what I shared and my open heart and really being authentic as we start the school year, I would be so, so grateful. As always, make sure that you're protecting your peace because your peace of mind matters. Don't forget it. I'll see you in the next one.